Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the This Week in SEC Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, the voice of the Saints, Brandon Karam, SEC Class of 2020. And it's the start of the fall sports season. Definitely one of my favorite sports seasons, just because you have so many sports going at once. You have cross-country, both boys and girls. You have both boys and girls soccer. You have volleyball. And you have golf. It's, it's a very fun time, definitely, for sports. School's starting back up. So, let's get right into it. We're going to first start off with boys soccer. We're off to a 2-1-1 start. So that's two wins, one loss, and one draw, which is the team's best start in four years. So far, some of the standout performers have been, and this just to name a few players, the team has played very well overall, but just a few players in name. Dante Marin continues his quest to become Wasserman League MVP, and he had the he was first team last year and the year prior to that, I believe, but this year he has been scoring goals at a crazy pace. Now, I know that these two games I'm going to talk about weren't official, but in the first two scrimmages of the year, Dante scored eight goals total in the first two scrimmages, and then I believe this year he has five or six goals already, just scoring at an absolutely ridiculous pace. And he's the heart of the midfield. He controls the game. Watching him play is really, really special. The way that, that he just controls the ball. No doubt one of the best, if not the best player in the Wasserman League so far this year. Next player is also a senior, and that's Aiden Corey. He also plays in the midfield on the opposite side of Dante. And I've seen so much improvement from Aiden from his ninth grade year or it'd be his 10th grade year until now. The improvement that he's shown is is off the charts. And I'm not saying he was bad coming into his 10th grade year at all, but just what he's done is very, very impressive. He was honorable mention his 10th grade year for the league. I want to say he was second team or honorable mention last year, and he's playing like a first team player this year. He may not have all the goals, and he may not get a lot of assists, but he does the things that don't go in the stat book. He's playing dirty. He's chasing down those 50-50 balls. He's doing a lot of things that that the team really needs. He's, he's, a, he's a scrappy guy, and I think the coach, Brett Simpson, really likes to have him on the other side of Dante there in the midfield. The third guy we're going to talk about is also a senior and first-year goalie. He did make a few appearances last year in goal, just little spot appearances, but that's Andrew McPherson who has been playing very good this year. The game that I watched with Andrew, he played phenomenal. He had a shutout, and just the they just look good. Andrew, it just in goal, he's punting the ball well. He's making stops. It's very impressive what he's been doing so far in goal. And I wouldn't... So last year we had Preston Famgoletti, and I and he was very very good. But I'd say Andrew was close to, if not better, than Preston last year. And part of that goes to to make the goalie good. The defense also has to work well. So you look at guys like Luke Appy, John Aries, those kind of guys who are strong back there at center back, and they really make Andrew's job a lot 
easier, but he's still making tough saves, believe it or not. I haven't seen him let in like a goal where I thought he should have stopped it. So he's been playing very well. And now we're going to go to Coach Simpson's thoughts on the year so far. Well, I think the kids are working very hard. Um, we started off with a lot of running in August. Um, got a little bit more skill work as we got closer. But what's helping us is our schedule right now. The league went to a different schedule. We've only had one league game, and Waterford's very tough. They ended up, um, ended up beating us 4 nothing. But we're 2-0-1 in the non-league against competition that we should be facing. And when we're evenly matched, it seems like our players who've been on varsity for four years really take over. So I'm very proud of the boys so far. Thank you, Coach, for that. And now we're going to go on to girls' soccer. They're not off to the best start. They have zero wins, three losses, and one draw. But this isn't a worst-case scenario because Lauren Mayer was hurt for the last few games. Of course, the stud on that team. And they have a lot of potential here. The girls, they tied 2-2 two to two last week. And Lauren wasn't even playing in that game. Or she was, excuse me, Lauren was playing. She scored both goals. But I have heard from both Coach Lambert and talking to Coach Kogan that the girls' team looks very strong this year and a lot stronger than last year's team, who struggled. But the Wasserman League for girls' soccer is always very tough. But this girls' team, it has some exciting players on it like Lauren Mayer, and then, of course, you have, in goal, Emily Wanky. She's been pretty solid this year. And not only that, but just their team chemistry seems to be so much higher than in years past. The girls want to play. They go out there. They're giving way more effort in these games. I think that they might be able to win three or four games come to the end of the year, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to look at the competition they're playing in the Wasserman League. Girls soccer is so tough in the Wasserman League that to get three or four wins, you should feel very, very accomplished, especially for a school like Spock Catholic, who, who has never had a very, very strong girls soccer program. Now, on to cross country. The girls and boys both won their first meet. It was a tri-meet, so they beat both Hoosick Falls and Waldorf. So very impressive there. And here's some of the times from the boys. So the boys and girls, they both run a 5K. Hayden Day, he ran it in 15 minutes, 42.6 seconds. That's a phenomenal pace for only a junior. I can't wait to see what the future holds for him. He's definitely an all-league runner this year. Adam Munn, he's only in 10th grade. He ran 16 minutes, 18 seconds, 0.5, another strong time. And then, of course, Thomas Sherwin, another 10th grader, ran 16 minutes, 36 seconds, 0.4. So on the boys' cross-country team, there's three guys right there who I mentioned, and the oldest is a junior, which means you still have a lot, I should say, you still have a lot of talent left on that team even after this year, because there isn't, I, I believe, the only senior who's running. I don't believe that there's any senior boys. So, the, this boys cross-country team, look out for them this year and especially next year with all the talent that they have. For the girls, who also won, as I said, Katie Cronin ran in 17 minutes, 29 seconds, 0.35. Which, you, I can't even put into words how fast that is for girls. 
Maddie Roan, who was second place, or who ran the second fastest girls time, ran it in 20 minutes, point th- uh, 20 minutes 33 seconds, point 0.8, which is also a very fast time. But Katie Cronin beat her by three minutes, and she's a sophomore. She will win Washington League MVP for cross country. She is the best girls cross country runner that I have seen since I've been at the school. She's just so strong in these events and she's still so young that you're talking potential uh, college scholarships for Katie Cronin because these times that she's running are flat out amazing. There is really no other word you can use for that. And of course, like I said, Maddie Roan's time of 20 minutes, 33 seconds, that's still very good. She's always been a top runner, that is Maddie Roan, for the girls' team. It's just Katie Cronin is like five steps ahead of all the other girls on the team. Now, this girls' cross-country team also will get Lauren Mayer back um, as she's hurt and she's because she's playing cross, she's running cross-country and playing soccer. So... Both cross-country teams are in very good shape for this year and for the years coming up. Up next is the golf team who come into coming into this show. They've already had eight matches and they have a record of five wins and three losses. Top golfer on the golf team is senior Jack Costantino. And then some other guys who are in there are Ronan Loftus-Graney. He's a senior. And then... This team has a lot of juniors, which surprised me just how these juniors are all in the starting lineup almost. You have Dylan Maholland, Will Pfizer, Ryan McCarroll, and Cody Berkey. These four really, you have to watch how they play this year because they'll be the core of the team for next year once Jack Costantino and Ronan Loftus-Graney are gone. But Dylan Maholland has stepped it up lately in practice. He's been shooting low 40s. Jack Costantino's been shooting uh, high 30s, low 40s. So Jack, Dylan, and Ronan, the three who are really helping carry this team to a 5-3 and three record. Now, the team is competing for the league title, but Hoosick Falls, they do seem to have it not locked up, but they are a step ahead of everyone else just because all almost all the Hoosick Falls golfers are shooting in like the 30s, or at least their top three are. And we just don't have that kind of, we don't have that skill, I should say, to shoot in the 30s. But we're always a contender in sectionals. Coach Long knows how to turn, He isn't, it's not really turning the team around, it's just Coach Long knows how to make this team get into sixth gear or an, an extra gear come sectionals. And that should be exciting, really, to see how the golf team plays in sectionals. We're going to try and get Jack Costantino to give us a few words for the podcast next week about how he thinks the team has been doing. He's the captain. And we can get uh, just just see how the golf team, how in his mind, the golf team has played this year. So that's all I have for this week. Volleyball will be covered next week as they've only had one or two matches so far. And besides that, I believe that's it for this week. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brandon Karam, SEC Class of 2020. You can check us out on any podcast app. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any podcast app. This show is on it. Just type in This Week in SEC Sports, 
this week in SCC Sports. Once again, my name is Brandon Karam, SEC Class of 2020, and I'll see you next week. 